G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, a new study has raised questions about whether Australian Christians are being drawn in by the consumerist messages of our society. Consumed is an organisation that seeks to tackle our nation's addiction to consumption and help Christians recapture the good life in God. Here to tell me more about the research and how we might respond is Consumed Campaign Director Gershon Nimbolka. Gershon, thank you for joining me. And thanks for having me on. Tell us about this research. Yeah, so we had become convinced that consumerism was one of the greatest idols affecting our faith and that it wasn't benign, that it was having a whole range of impacts on us, our world, and our connection to God. And so we partnered with McCrindle um, to conduct a, a significant piece of research to actually understand what's going on for us, what's going on for the world, and how Christians in particular are having their lives shaped by consumerism, and the results were striking. So what were some of the key findings? So we found that beyond the sorts of things that all Australians believe are important, health, happiness and relationship, Christians had their vision of the good life more captivated by by consumerism than we thought. So things like buying stuff, gaining experiences and success were being rated as more important to them for living the good life than impacting their world. So less than a quarter of Christians or church-going Christians said that impacting their world was important, and only one out of six said that impacting their communities was part of what it meant to live the good life. And instead, things that rated quite highly above that were financial independence, owning a home, traveling the world, or being well-regarded by others. So there's, uh, there's a huge gap there, we think, between what our faith calls us to, which is a life rich in love for God and for others, and the way that we're actually being shaped and what we believe to be true. And we think that's coming about because of the persuasive power of consumerism. You said that you'd been convinced that consumerism was having an impact on Christians and that's why you did the study in the first place. But these these results were above and beyond what you're expecting. Yeah, absolutely. We thought, so we looked at a sample of Christians that regularly attend church, so a minimum of once a month. And we thought in that group... Um, that there would be a higher propensity for them to be able to resist some of the urges of consumerism. But in the top five things that they cited as important for living the good life, living out their faith um, didn't actually quite make it into that list. So um, it's amazing how persuasive this problem is, mm-hmm. that we are being impacted by these collective forces of capitalism, by advertisers and multinationals, pop culture, politics and our peers, And it's constantly shaping us to want more, to buy more, and to do more, rather than taking that step back to start reflecting on what is actually important and what are we called to, and how do we start living that out. And it's having negative impacts on individuals as well. So people in Australia that report that they need to buy things more frequently also reported that they had experienced high levels of daily anxiety, loneliness, sadness, frustration, and stress. Um, Whereas people that reported that they didn't feel the need 
to buy things as often, reported higher levels of contentment and hope. So it's, it's impacting individuals quite deeply. Um, we know that it's impacting our planet. We've got environmental issues that are getting harder and harder to contain, like climate change and waste going into landfill. And it's impacting, I think, quite sadly, our relationship with God because it's pulling us away from who we're called to be and who Jesus wants us to be. People, again, that are rich in love for others, particularly those that are marginalised and less well-off. Do you think Christians are at all aware that it's an issue and something they need to work on? Yeah, it's interesting in the research that it's pretty clear that at some level we're aware that this is having a negative impact. So four in five Australians believe Australians consume much more than what they need or at least significantly more than they need. And three in five believe that it's, our nation's consumption habits are having a negative impact on our society. But only 54% said they want to change their own consumption habits. And even more interestingly, only about a third of people said they're likely to change their consumption habits in the next 12 months. So there's this huge disparity between what we know is having a negative impact on us and our capacity or to, to be able to change that and behave differently. Any idea why that might be? Do you think people just feel like it's a bit too overwhelming or are they feeling a bit disempowered as to actually being able to enact the change even though they know it's a good thing to do? Yeah, it's a really good question. Um, I think there's always in so much of life an intent and an action gap. Um, we're, we're aware that this is having an impact, and some of that is like, oh, it's other people's impact that's the problem, not mine. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of it is that uh, consumerism has got its roots embedded deeply into so much of our world. We're constantly flooded with it through advertising, through our politics, through what our peers are saying, that it's so pervasive and so hard to break out of. I suspect the only way we can actually jump that gap is by doing it in community, finding others around us that are recognising this problem in their world um, and wanting to work together to find and navigate a way out of it. You're on Vision Christian Radio and I'm talking with Gershon Nimbolka. He's the campaign director for Consumed, which is a group helping Christians to overcome consumerism in our society. Gershon, for anyone who's listening and thinking, oh, that actually sounds a bit like me, I get drawn into spending money on new things... If that's their mindset and they'd like to change some of their habits or their attitude, what might be an achievable first step that they could take? Yeah, we think there are sort of three big things that people need to begin wrestling with. So firstly, to clarify the impact of the problems on their lives. I think this has been such an insidious thing that's crept up on so many of us unwittingly that we don't even know that it's happened. So trying to understand what are our priorities are and how does that actually line up with our beliefs and our value systems. So Consumed has got some really great resources to help us do that. Um, So beyond clarifying, we think it's important to amplify the good solutions that are already out there. So find things that will help you tackle the worst parts of consumerism in our world and in your life. So things like finding out how to purchase more ethically, purchase products that don't exploit people or damage the environment. And we know that there are good resources out there. There's an ethical shopping app that people can download um, that, help people move in that direction. And the, the big piece that we think is needed, because this problem is so big and it's got its hooks in all of us, 
is we need to come together to create new solutions. So at consume.org.au, we've created a platform that is inviting people together into a, a joint creative space and a creative discussion to work out how do we collaborate to tackle this enormous problem in our world. And just to clarify, you're not saying that these things are bad in and of themselves because we do kind of need some stuff to function and some of these things are good and good gifts from God, but you're saying we need to keep a balanced approach. So how do we stop ourselves from swinging to another extreme and becoming really strict and austere? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we all need to consume. We need to consume to live, absolutely. And we've been blessed with a beautiful and abundant world. Um, that I think we are meant to enjoy and appreciate. I think it's a, it's a shift in our heart and our, and our mindset rather than some clear rules on what you can and can't consume that's needed. Um, so taking into this discussion a real desire to go, what does it look like to, for me to consume in a world of tremendous poverty where more than 800 million people um, don't have access to the food they need, where there are still about 6 million children dying every year before their fifth birthday. There's room for me to consume stuff in that, but there's also a huge call on me to be generous with the things that I have and probably more radically generous than we have been. It's, uh, the balance starts with us living out our values um, and reflecting on what those values are. I think beyond that, there's a sense in which we need to be mindful of our footprint on the world, um, so shaping the things that we do buy, because we're going to have to keep buying stuff so long as we live in a society that is governed by capitalism. Um, but finding things that buy that reduce our impact on the world, um, finding ways to shift our politics and our structures so that our consumption has a, a lower impact, but perhaps most importantly, um, continually pushing ourselves to be people that prioritise that faith prioritise our love for God and our love for others, first and foremost, in how we think about our consumption. Um, so that's probably not a, a clear, here's what you need to do to make sure you don't swing to the extreme. But I honestly think this is a reflective process. It's a process that re- will require some introspection from all of us, thinking about what we do rather than just going, here are the three steps that I need to take to be a non-harmful consumer. Sure. So... Clearly, it's a it's an issue that does affect a lot of Christians. So we don't need to feel alone in this, but there is support available. You mentioned the consumed community before. You've got a website. You're calling on people to be part of creating solutions together. So if someone's interested in that and being involved, what should they do? Yeah, they should go to consume.org.au um, and sign up. Join our creative conversation space. We've got creative conversation guides there. So they can become a part of contributing to this online platform of ideas that will eventually, we'll eventually like to take those ideas and take the best of those ideas, shape them up and work out what we can do to get them out there back into the public space so more people can start tackling this problem of consumerism in their world. And we're really, I mean, we're Christians ourselves, but we're really excited to be working with our community of faith because we know that Christianity is having a positive impact on people in the world. The research actually backs that up. It says that compared to the average Australians, Christians are reporting high levels of satisfaction with life, lower levels of anxiety. They're less likely to be unemployed and more likely to have a deeper sense of purpose. 
Um, and some of those things are mitigating the impact of consumerism mm-hmm. on them. Um, so we think that Christianity is already pointing the way to some of the solutions to navigate our way out of this. Um, so we, we suspect it's a call to find out how do we how do we engage deeper with our faith and as a community come together to create solutions to bust out of consumerism's insidious influence on our lives, our world and our faith. Well, some good suggestions and some sound advice there on where people can get a start on changing their mindset and keeping a more balanced view on consumerism in our society. Gershon Nimbolka, thank you very much for your time and your advice. Thanks for having me on, Anne. Thank you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.